0: out there in podcast land. Happy New Year and welcome to episode number 146 of eBay the Right Way. Today's date is January 3rd, 2024 and my guests are Joyce and her daughter Leanne. The only announcement is an update on the 2024 Bolo book. It is in the hands of my graphic designer, so we are getting close, and there is some confusion about these books. Let me clarify that each edition is different. Each issue contains 125 unique items. The items are not repeated, so you get new information with each issue. And this is by design. These books are not a bunch of old, tired, recycled information. I learn new things every day, so I am your personal researcher compiling this information from different sources into one handy book So everyone can learn. My vision is a set of encyclopedias for eBay sellers. Information that has been true for a long time and will continue to be true in the future. All editions are available in my eBay store so you can get earlier issues if you don't have them. I will keep you posted on the progress of the 2024 book, and I'm doing some new things in that book, including artist profiles, jewelry, and some other surprises. So trying to change it up a little bit so we can all learn new things. Okay, now into the chat with Joyce and Leanne. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another seller chat. I have Joyce and her daughter, Leanne, here with us. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing great. Great. Okay. And tell us where you're located.
1: We are in Houston, Texas. Okay. Yeah, um, actually, a little suburb, Missouri City, Sugarland area.
0: Okay. Um, I hear that's a mecca for
1: thrifting. <laughs> yeah there are some good estate sales and and of course the goodwill bins okay okay
0: now both of you do ebay independently or together no together together. okay okay so we're going to hear all about that um we always start off with what brought you to ebay was there a triggering factor or you know what was that uh thing that got you started
1: Okay, well, I've always been a garage sale junkie. Um, Even when the kids were growing up, we just didn't have the money for all the toys and stuff. So we would go garage sailing. And I mean, it was so that was on Saturdays. That's what we did was we loaded up and we went and saw what we could find at the garage sales. I mean, even to the point where I stopped at a house, there was stuff all over the driveway and I went through and nothing was priced and I was thinking why isn't anything priced and then the guy comes out of his house and he said I know it looks like we're having a garage sale but I am just cleaning out my garage <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was ready to buy everything <laughs> got to be careful you know, for a long time, there had to be a garage sale sign in the yard before I would stop. I was so yeah, worried.
0: you never know. I mean, yeah. but, but as resellers, but, we just gravitate towards that. Oh, yeah. look like at sale! Yes. I'm gonna
1: go check that out. But it wasn't until um, it was probably 2017. I was working. I work full time, and I work with a coworker who does a lot of eBay and all the different platforms. So she was really heavily into it. And I heard how much money she was making off of it. And she would take all her vacations using her thrift money. They would always go to Disney or something. So I thought I could do that. And she gave me your um, Facebook page. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. 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 To follow. So I got on there and started following and I got your um course and paid for that for well over a year. I loved yes, it. Yes, you did. I remember. Yes. Oh, it was such great information. And um so just it's the thrill. I loved it. And did that for quite a while. Uh well I say quite a while. A couple of years, and then my husband passed away. Oh. And, um, So I kind of set it aside for a while, and then I moved from Oklahoma City to Houston to be with my kids. And um, my daughter Leanne here was wanting to buy a house, and she didn't have any down payment money. So I said, well, let's get the eBay started again. Oh, good, <laughs> so good. I, Got my store started again, and we've been after it ever since. She's been great.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Following your advice. Were it's you been,
0: able to get the house or are you still working on well, that? Well,
2: we went ahead and put it on hold just because the market is the way it is right now. Yes. But once everything levels out, we'll be ready to go, so. That's why I'm still in an apartment. Yes. <laughs> <It's> like, I'm <laughs> yeah. afraid to pull the trigger on a house.
0: It's just, yes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just, just too not. much right now.
0: And mortgage rates are, oh, oh my gosh, through the roof. It's like, I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, yeah, we're all like, In a holding pattern until things change.
2: Exactly. (laughs) So I yeah
0: okay. But you're you're working on that and building that down payment fund. Yes. Okay. Um, So how does it work? Does one of you go out and treasure hunt, or do you both do it together, or
2: how does your your uh, partnership with eBay work? It's a little bit of both. Uh, Typically, the weekends we will try and hit up any good estate sales that. Um, are advertised um, or we may yesterday we hit the bins together Um, but during the week it's kind of a solo if you have time to go to the thrift store if I have time to go to the thrift store so you know we kind of tag team all of the photographing and the listing and shipping and things like that but we always love when we can go do it together as well so
0: but if you do it separately and this this was my thing when I first started you know I would come home with. Stuff and I was so excited. I, I tell my kids and they were little, they didn't know what's going on. I was like, Oh, I found this and I found this, and they didn't know what it meant. They were just like, Good mom, we're glad you found these. <laughs> <And> <laughs> now, when you have a buddy, um, they know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. they're just as excited as you are.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're like, Oh, I can't believe you found that. So it's like you find somebody that speaks your eBay language that yeah. can be excited with you yes.
1: yes and that's like, hard to find you know because people at work are like what they're like so what <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever it's right.
0: all excited about something we don't understand <laughs> yeah. she picked up some junk somewhere <laughs> yeah so Joyce are you uh back working or are you yeah. doing day full-time okay okay yeah. and I'm working full-time kind of like,
1: So, um, weekends are just about all the time I have, uh, sometimes after work, I'll stop by, uh, thrift store, but, um, we want to during a summer or sometimes she's a teacher. So at some point we would like to take a week and just hit the road and see what we can see in Texas and maybe Oklahoma city, Oklahoma city. This is probably a big secret, but they have one of the best bends. (laughs) I love their bands. They are wonderful. Um so I like to take her up there and check those out.
0: Okay, and what kind of work do you do, Joyce?
1: I work for a securities uh, industry firm. Oh, financial industry. Financial okay. securities, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so eBay is a good break from all that serious stuff.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's like your your money-making hobby.
1: Yes. It is. And I and I love it. I just, I, I get the biggest thrill out of it. We both do mm-hmm. call each other in the middle of the night. It's what's old. We have an offer. <laughs> so you're not living together. No. Okay. Yeah.
0: So whose house does the business run out of or whose location? It's split. Oh.
1: Whoever ends up with the stuff in their car at the end of the day, goes home and <laughs> does the pictures. And there's our, there are times I have to call her and said. Whose is this? Do you have that? I can't find it. I ripped the house apart. Oh, yeah, I have that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so you have one account, but you're both working on it from different locations. Mm -hmm. Yes. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, let's get to the juicy stuff. Some things that you've sold.
2: Okay. (laughs) Why don't you tell her? (laughs) Um, Well, I think... Probably one of the more recent surprising items. Um, We went to an estate sale and I went by myself the first day because it started on a Thursday, which is always strange when estate sales start on Thursday because it's during working hours. But um, I had a half day at school, so I was able to get out and get over there. And um, apparently the lady who owned the home they were Amway sellers. So they had a ton of Amway stock, all kinds of things. And so the first day that I was there, I bought a few items and I went home and I was flipping through the estate sales photographs, just kind of looking at what I might have missed because there was so much. And there was some items that were in boxes. And so I went ahead and looked up the label that was on the box. And it turns out that they were these water filters. And so we did some research and looked them up and they looked like they would be a profitable item. And so mom was back at the estate sale the next morning, bright and early, and bought how many boxes? 10. 10 boxes. They
1: were $10 a piece. And I was standing in line. I was the only one out there standing in line. (laughs) At 7.30, I think they opened at 8 or something, and I was, I had to get it there. I knew that that was something good. Mm-hmm. So, and they could not believe that I was standing there waiting for waiting. Water waiting.
0: I guess you're following the Casey Betterly rule of be the first person in line.
1: <laughs> you know, he's my inspiration. I love seeing yeah. him. Yeah, every- I know. We all want to be him when we grow up. Absolutely. <laughs> His stuff is amazing. I'm like, how did you know that? Yes.
2: Yeah. So yeah. you got the water filters. We, we did. did. So we thought we were probably going to sit on them for quite a while, you know, because we did have so many. And I think it was probably two weeks mm-hmm. after our first one sold. We sold each of them for 169 169 Wow. And... We were done with them in less than, yeah, six months, five months. So all 10 of them sold. We had some people that came back and bought a second one. So they had bought one, loved it, bought another one for themselves or a family member. So it was incredibly shocking how quickly they sold and for how much they sold. So that was one of our favorite pickups (laughs) lately. (laughs)
0: Were they discontinued? Yes. It was okay. new
2: old stock.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah but, perfect. Mm-hmm. Love to find yes. those things. And in quantity.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So you yes. just created one listing. Did you do like 10 on the listing or did you keep yes. re upping it one at a time?
1: No, I did 10 on the listing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that people could buy multiples.
2: Yes. yes.
0: yes. Yeah. There's like a, division there like should you just do one and then not let the world know you have more (laughs) Um, because they could sell for more Uh but then if you if they want to buy multiples they don't know that you have multiples exactly so I did that recently on some Yankee candles I had duplicates so I just did them one at a time and um one sold for I don't know sixty dollars and then I, I put the next the duplicate up for sale and the same person bought it like the next week. So it still worked out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great. You know, that's a great strategy. I hadn't thought of that.
0: Yeah. I think when you're, you're getting them listed, you're like, let's just get them all up there and, and see what happens. But if you're, if you're more of like a buy and hold person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, let's just, let's just tease them with one. And Mm -hmm. see what happens, and they can always come back and buy more. Yeah, that's
2: good. That's great. We love vintage Christmas. Yes. So we always have a plethora of vintage Christmas stuff around. Actually,
1: addicted to it. (laughs) It's actually, it finds you.
2: (laughs) 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 Okay. What kind of vintage Christmas have you sold? Oh, my goodness. Um, Mm -hmm. Lots of, we love linens too. So when we can find a combination of like vintage Christmas and linens, Mm -hmm. so tree skirts, tablecloths, you know, things like that is always stockings. Oh gosh, stockings really Yes. Yes. The embroidered ones or like the Bucilla, you know, sequined felt ones. Those Mm -hmm. are always really big. So have you had
0: a really big sale on a Bucilla stocking?
2: Yes. Um,
1: Leanne has, she found several of them at a thrift store. They were already completed. So they weren't the kit for $2 a piece. And she's been slowly selling them for around 60 to $65 each. Right. Yes. Yes. No, there's so much work involved in those. I feel there. like they should go for yeah. more. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. I, I, and I love them. We love the kits as well. Um, so embroidery kits and things like that. The needlepoint. We love to get those. Because Are you a
2: crafter? Sport. No. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. So you know that um, that category and the brands and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you ever made one of those Bucilla Sequin stockings? I have not. I have done a tree skirt. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Yeah. But yeah. not
1: a stocking.
0: Yeah. That it's, um well, just that craft of the sequins is so time consuming. Mm-hmm. And I know I've said this, but my mom made them for all of us kids, four oh. of us back in, I guess, the 70s. I still have mine. Oh, great. Okay. And then oh, I'm glad. Then all of us started getting married. And so she'd make one for the spouse. And then we started having kids and every grandkid has one. And, um, so I guess I was about, I don't know, 25 or something. And I decided to make her one. Oh. She didn't have one for herself. So I did that and I thought, oh my gosh, how did she make all these there? It's so tedious and, you know, uh, doing the sequin with the little bead in the middle. Yes. It's just, It's so time-consuming, and um, I didn't hate it or anything because I was a crafter, but it was just, um, you know, sit in front of the TV at night after work, Mm -hmm. uh, working on your project, and you really do have to start early in the year.
1: Mm -hmm. You do, yes. Yes. Those that buy them in November, I'm thinking well i hope you get them done <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah they must be like speedy gonzalez with the the sewing stuff oh, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's their project for the dark night of the soul when it starts getting dark at 4 30 and it's like oh uh, what am i gonna do for six hours before it's time for bed
2: yeah the worst it is yeah yeah is. So, yes.
0: okay so um wow. y'all crafters, and you know you know that um that category so can you rattle off some brands of what you look for
1: well brucella for sure Mm -hmm.
2: and um can do pretty well um there's a couple the finished um like cruel kits as well lots of florals and things um yeah the vintage um
1: i have i used to have i'm thinking when i moved i might have I had a huge garage sale and so they might have gone in the garage somewhere. Yeah, I there's moved. like a
0: black I, hole of moving. It's like yes, yeah, I yes. know I packed this. Where is
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to get rid of a lot of things when I moved. So I almost had to restart my store from scratch. Um, but they were uh, patterns that you could buy in the mail, and then they would ship you the pattern in the mail, and or you could buy it where it was printed on the fabric, you know, and then you could stitch it and
0: everything. Yeah, the stamp.
1: Right. Yeah. So those old kits that are finished, sometimes you have the big, sometimes they made a really nice large 30 by 24 or something like that Uh, picture. We love those. Yeah. We try and get those um, whenever we can find them at at the estate sale, if they're not too expensive. Mm -hmm. So, of course, keep your cost of goods down.
0: Yeah. yeah. and so
2: dimensions is another one yes uh, yeah There's yes. gold collection what uh, is that the dim- is it dimensions that has the gold collection Yes yes yes. Uh-huh. So those are always a little bonus when you can find those. yeah, okay
1: those do really well um
2: you do many um like craft supplies. We've sold some embroidery thread um, just recently, a large Mm -hmm. lot of them all together. Um, We had a big sale on actually a sewing machine, a Bernina, um, found at an estate sale. And they already had it marked pretty low. And then they were doing half price as well. So... We walked out of there with, I think, three machines, <laughs> a serger and two sewing machines because everything oh, nice. was just so, so cheap. And I think it was less than a week we had sold that Bernina sewing machine. So yeah, that was a good one. Yeah.
1: How was that to ship? Woo. Not fun,
0: you know? <laughs> you keep telling yourself, this is, how much did you sell it for? Probably a yeah. couple hundred? A hundred, couple yeah. hundred, yeah. Yeah, you're like, well,
1: this is $200. I just got to do this. I just it's, have to ship it. Thank goodness (laughs) it had the case and everything, you know, to where you could wrap it up really tight and find a box that would hold it. It just, I just bite my nails every time I ship something like that because I'm always afraid it's going to get damaged. I see so much get damaged. Yeah, Um, shipping
2: anxiety is a real thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We need a twelve-step program for
2: that. (laughs) Oh, so I like to pick up belts. Um, they're super easy to ship. And so, um, I've had some luck with, you know, belts lately, um, especially like the um golf belts that are heavily embroidered mm-hmm. um, and uh, recently sold one that was a vintage Brighton. Um, you know, had the big silver concho belt. Yes. I found that this year too. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay. I think it's one of those undervalued things that estate sales, you know, if it's not, you know, a very prominent brand, they just kind of lump all the belts together and say, you know, two, two bucks or something like that. So,
0: right. Well, and I said this on the last podcast, which will come out before yours, but this (laughs) summer I worked for an estate sale company for about a month. Cause I was like, you know, I have some extra time, you know, this is my wheelhouse and, um, I wanted to be used more for knowledge of um helping them price and just learning new stuff you know mm-hmm. it being in a different environment so um I learned that their pricing system is all about getting rid of it you know, <laughs> they they go in high on the first day see what they're going to get but um just like all clothes 3 dollars all yes accessories two dollars all bath towels this price and it's especially if it's a lot of stuff in there um they don't have time because C- that's that's what killed me and and I only lasted about a month because I just <laughs> and the stuff they throw away oh. it, it wasn't perfect you know quilts and I'm like oh you're th- they're actually threw it in the trash
1: no. didn't
0: donate it If if it they were more of a boutique type estate, not like the junky ones that I like. but That's what we liked. I couldn't believe at one sale they threw out about five handmade quilts, and they were they were tattered. They weren't perfect, and I'm like, y'all need to put y'all need to not throw those away because I've sold things like that for two hundred dollars. You can get money for that, and they're like, well, that's, that's not our brand. We don't want things that aren't perfect, and Oh, it just Mm -hmm. hurt my heart. I was like, I can't rescue this stuff. I can't be in this environment Mm -hmm. because um, they won't let me rescue it. And and the employees or workers couldn't buy anything till the very end. Oh, so and you couldn't pull stuff out of the trash. So I was like, well, this just is not going to work. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) <laughs> so well, we, been there, done that. Mark that off a list. Don't need to do that again. I'll just okay go to sales well, and be the person that buys stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's
1: good. That's good information because we thought, oh, maybe we should do estate sales. You know, we we could do that, and uh, because we know here you you've got your the ones you know, you know this particular one. Her prices are always high, right? right. And she doesn't come down, and she's. Kind of difficult. tough. She's difficult. She's got a reputation in the community for being very <laughs> difficult. Whereas you got this one. Oh, this one. They just open up all the cabinets. They haven't priced anything. They just open it up and they just said, "Here it is." You know?
0: Yeah. Make a pile and make yeah. us an offer.
2: The bigger exactly. your pile, the better the offer.
0: Yeah. That's right. And then some of them, you learn when they start their discounts. You know, they'll. I like the one that's is, uh, on the second day, they'll start negotiating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you yes. can, I always wait till the second day, at least with them so that, yes. yeah, I walk out of there with a bunch of stuff, but yeah, <laughs> the, the one I worked for was a little too, I'm going to use the word snooty. <laughs> and, uh, I just couldn't believe, um, the stuff that they overlooked or that they yeah. didn't know. And mm-hmm. they they kind of didn't like me after a few days because I was like, well, you know, even though this um, backgammon game doesn't have all the pieces, this is made of Bakelite and it's valuable. And they didn't even know what Bakelite was. Oh, and man. I thought, oh. uh, I hate to be like coming in there as a new person and being all know-it-all-ish. But um, I was like, you don't know what Bakelite is? And no, they didn't.
2: Oh, so
0: they were a newer company. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, but I think every seller should have that experience <laughs> working for an estate sale company, yeah. and just to see how they do things, yeah. on the mm-hmm. other side because um, I'm much
1: happier as a shopper. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I always wondered if those that worked at the estate sales if they got first pick or you know could go in there and and do that. So.
0: Well, this one didn't because they, you know, their objective was making as much money as possible for the client, because then they get a percentage of that. Mm
1: -hmm. It
0: wasn't really all about the client. It was more about what percentage they were going to get. So they wanted to price everything really high. Yes. And they didn't want any, anything that was imperfect because um, that's, that was just their brand. They just wanted to be more of a boutique. So, and I told them, I said... I, they must have thought I was like a mole from a TV show <laughs> coming in there to spy on them because I was like, um, yeah, the eBay sellers, they want the junk. They want mm-hmm. the boxes full of crap in the garage that, you know, they can just buy the whole box and go through it. And um, and they're like, well, you know, that's not our audience. And um, mm-hmm. their audience was just people buying stuff for themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yeah.
0: OK, well, that's your brand. Who am I to say anything? Right.
1: (laughs) No, you're right. We like the junk. We love the garage. You almost started the garage first and work your way out. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And actually, uh, Suzanne Keene, who's been on this podcast a few times, she is um, outside of Dallas. She says, if we go into an estate sale and it it smells like grandma, then we know we've got a good one. (laughs) Yes, exactly right. You know there's gonna be a lot of old stuff in there. So, That's right. I love that. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. You so you do them. um the bins as well, but you have to go to Oklahoma City for that, or uh-huh. do you have to near
1: you? No, they they have great ones in Oklahoma City what when I live there, but um no, there's a couple or around here. we we usually hit two of them pretty regularly. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, is it and, pretty aggressive? What's your experience been? It has been in the past. So it's funny because the two locations we frequent the most, they seem to run their locations quite differently. Uh, One of them is a little bit more strict on their policies. You know, they won't let you fill a cart and sit there all day. You know, you have to go ahead and check out. And if you want to come back in and fill another cart, you can, but you can't just camp out here all day.
0: Well, I kind of huh. like that rule. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I mean, it and keeps, very... you know, the squatters away from the back door. Yes. The vultures, You know. And, yes. right.
1: and plus, you can get a cart there. <laughs> Where's right. Because they fill up three or four carts, and they're all sitting over there in the corner. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a cart. Yeah. But I just have my... My little fold-up one that we
2: take in. Okay. I
1: well, <laughs> never expect
2: idea. there to be a cart <laughs> when we go. So.
0: Yeah, I got to think about stuff like that. Yeah, and prepared? What kind so, of things have you found at the bins? Oh, gosh. So much.
1: Well, the most recent one was a nice Hartman uh, tweed luggage. luggage. Oh, wow. Uh, it was a carry-on. Of course, it's already sold. I almost wanted to keep it. It was... In beautiful shape, it was had the leather strap and the uh, the tweed. It was great, and it was in the middle of a bin that was empty, just sitting there. And I'm like, I can't believe this. It's like the pot of gold at the end of the it, rainbow, it, waiting yeah. for you. <laughs> you can hear the angels singing.
0: Yes, yes, exactly, and though. That Hartman stuff is so well made. Yes. It just lasts forever.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. And let's see, we we found a, a, a pottery barn kids lamp that was also just tossed in there. Nobody wanted it. And it wasn't
0: destroyed after having been no. handled through the bins process?
1: I know. No, surprisingly not. Yeah. Um, Let's see. We've we found a lot of things there. Yeah. Found, lots of linens. Lots of linens. We love, you can always spot the Pottery Barn, especially the, the duvets Lauren. and the Ralph Lauren.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, Have you
0: found any of that high dollar Ralph Lauren vintage floral
2: stuff? I haven't found any of the floral. I typically seem to find more of the stripe or okay. the solid heavy denim. Things like that. Um okay. so um that's typically what we can find there when it comes to duvets, but we do find the pottery barn paisleys. Love those. You can they're
1: almost I can spot them. In fact, yeah, that and that was another recent one was two beautiful pottery barn curtain panels. Mm-hmm. And they were the extra long ones, like for. 10 foot ceilings, which I don't have, but I kept them. I, <laughs> I couldn't give them away. Right. So they cuddled on my floor in my eight foot tall living <laughs> room. Okay. Whatever it takes, you know? Right. That's mm-hmm. right. So, you know, you got to use them for a little while and, and then maybe you could sell them. But um, that's really what we hunt for. Oh, one of the, another recent one at the bends was a vintage. What was that pattern? The dress.
2: Oh, Daisy Kingdom. Daisy
1: Kingdom. Daisy Kingdom. Yeah. Yes. Because I made Daisy Kingdom for my girls. So I recognized the dress pattern and the lace around the collar and the sleeves and all that. And it was in beautiful shape. It was handmade, but the seams on it were. Immaculate. Yeah, they were. It was all finished. Um, Wow. Yes, it was nice. So that sold really quickly. Um,
2: uh, what
0: year were you born, Leanne? Um,
2: 1987.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you're right in the smack in the middle of that Daisy Kingdom stuff. Yes. Okay.
2: She sent me a picture and I said, I think I had that dress. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, You definitely had one similar. And I said, That fabric looks so familiar. And she said, Yes, your bedroom curtains were the same fabric. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: yes. So if you wear the dress in your bedroom, you disappear into the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So for the listeners, um, you can look up Daisy Kingdom, but it's just this um, very florally, sometimes hearts um, with stripes, sometimes very uh, puffy leg of mutton sleeves and full skirt with ruffles and sometimes a petticoat underneath or a little apron on the front, um,
2: the, the apron,
0: <laughs> very, very poofy. And, um, yes. just, um, I remember the girls wearing those and like the giant hair bow to match. Oh yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. And this had the petticoat sewn into it. I mean, it was, it was really a beautiful, beautiful dress and, um, and the patterns sell well too. Um, yes. So they always go through patterns trying to find you know, a really great elusive one, or the Vogue um, Diane Von Fustenberg wrap uh-huh. dress.
0: Uh huh, the classic wrap dress.
1: Yes. Oh, I would love to find that. Haven't found it yet.
0: I but. thought for a minute you were going to say the Jessica McClintock uh-huh. the
1: prairie dresses.
0: Oh, yeah. I always look for those. Haven't uh-huh. them yet, but people are finding them.
1: Wow. Well. There people throw those patterns away all the time. We just saw some. Yeah. So yeah, it's a shame.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Um, do you have anything else on your list to share?
2: Yeah. Um recently at an estate sale, it was one of those houses that smells like grandma. Yes. <laughs> so and grandma hadn't thrown anything away in a very long time, but she had a ton of um bath and cosmetic items and mm-hmm. so she had some um crab tree and evelyn that was still sealed hadn't been opened yet and it was like a a dusting powder i think and so i listed it and it sold in less than a week. And I think we priced it at $90 or $95. Mm-hmm. So and it's one of those things, the estate sale company is just like, oh, a dollar, you know? So yeah. 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 Love the bathroom stuff. Always got to go through there. The um,
0: holy grail of grandma. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the dusting powder. <laughs> yeah. Back
0: in the day. I mean, people will even wear that anymore.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I I remember getting it for my mom when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> and my grandma, uh, my grandmother was a Chanel number no. five lady because she was born in um, 1908. Oh, my goodness. And so when she was 20, it was, you, you know, up there in the time of uh, Coco Chanel and all her stuff was Chanel number no. five. So when she would come visit us, she would have all her cosmetic stuff on the guest bathroom counter. And, um, to this day, when I smell that, I think of her.
1: Yes.
0: You know? <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's yeah. Wonderful. So I love the, the bathroom, uh, hall yes. at state sales. If it was somebody, cause it's like either they're into it or they're not, you know, mm-hmm. either they have a drawer full of it yeah. or they just had the one thing they used. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: but also at that same estate sale. Oh, yes. There was some, she had some vintage clothing for sure, but there was, uh, she had a polo shirt that stood out to me because it had that kind of 70s style rainbow stripe. Um, And so it was actually a collegiate uh, polo. It had HBU, which is Houston Baptist University. Okay. Which has now recently changed to Houston Christian University. So, That's kind of, you know, you want to hang on to your Houston Baptist University stuff because it's not even called that anymore. Right, exactly. So um, I got that one listed and that one I had offers the same day, but I was like, I know that I can get a little bit more. So, you know, we went back and forth on a couple offers and that one was definitely another big seller. Just had that total 70s look to it. (laughs) Total
0: Michael Kelso with his rights
2: vest that's right <laughs> that's right a
0: jacket like that that had the the stripes across uh-huh. the and i actually have a picture of me wearing it and i was like if only we had known to say <laughs> yes. that in my sticky calendar and my oh, um yeah. you know my posters my um john travolta poster where he had all this hair oh <laughs> my goodness yeah <laughs> so it's like oh if we'd only known, but you can't save everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, we just have to find the people who did save everything. That's yes. right. That's right. <laughs> Buy their stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Metallica t-shirt that sells for $600 and all those band t-shirts. It's like, they're out there. People sell them. Go on Terapeak. They're selling every day.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's really?
0: another bucket
1: list. Yeah. find that.
0: Or the big containers of concert tickets, like the ticket stubs that somebody just saved. And, you know, there. I I'd love to find them. that and sell those one by one. I mean, that would just be so easy because you're uh, just shipping this little tiny piece of paper.
1: Uh, yeah. Have I known? I had a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so what concerts did you go to? Oh, uh, Let's see. We went to... um Now that you tell them, ask me. Yeah, it was right out of your head. Well, the Who, of course. (laughs) Roger Daltrey of the Who
0: was just a fine-looking specimen. Yes, yes. Yes.
1: Um, Moody Blues.
0: Oh, love them! Yeah. Yes,
1: yes, and um, we didn't. Alice Cooper. Oh, really? The Beach Boys and golly who else all Just that's her her dad and i when we when we were dating that's all we did was we went to concerts we would camp out the night you know uh-huh for the tickets you'd camp out for the tickets and then we and then we would go We'd go uh
0: i mean wasn't that a special time like now it's just get on the computer and do yeah. your, you know stub hub and get your ticket and um Back in the day when you actually camped out and everybody's, you know, this camaraderie, um, everybody's got their tents and their sleeping bags. (laughs) I never did it. I was not allowed. But, Uh, um, (laughs) you know, that's what people did. And, um, you know, it was just this um, like groupies, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And of course, we we lived in Oklahoma City. So there really wasn't a lot of concerts that stopped by there. but. So we would travel to Dallas or to Kansas city. You know, he has a sister that lived in Kansas city. So she would get the tickets, you know, or, but it was
0: great. What great memories of, um, you know, just driving around and going to concerts. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's back to eBay. That was our little walk down memory lane. <laughs> you got anything else on your list to talk about?
2: Well, I've tried to kind of start dabbling a little bit in plush. Um, so I have listened to some of your podcasts where you have some of your pros uh, okay, discussing good. different plush brands. Um, but definitely anytime we see Build-A-Bear, uh, we're always looking for those you know, older, uh, retired ones that Build-A-Bear has come out with. So I have found a few in the past that have been really good um what and then yeah so there was a build a bear it was a you know purpley lavender colored frog and so I looked him up and he had sold for you know quite a bit 60 to 70 dollars a couple times and so I was like okay well you know let's take a chance on him and I sat on him for a little bit but yeah I was sold for about 65 so just surprising sometimes with the plush so and it was to, a purple frog yes yeah, yeah. limited
1: edition things that they came out with mm-hmm. that are like the um uh, at halloween they have a werewolf mm-hmm. that they came out with and he goes for quite a bit so I was on the lookout for him and some of the build-a-bears are just the common ones um I have to be careful with the plush as well, too, because I just think they're so cute. I want to take them all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, when I find them, I buy them. And when I'm checking out, they're like, wow, you're buying a lot of these. And I act like I'm buying them for my dogs. which I don't. uh, They've expired a long time ago. But I used to do that because they just tear them up. And um, especially if there's a squeaker inside, you know, the louder, the better. So yes. I would yes. just buy them 50 cent things to tear up. I'm not going to Petsmart and paying $15 for something that's mm-hmm. going to be
1: destroyed in a week. Exactly. That's right. That's yeah. right. And I remember you had um, on one of your sales of the month or one of your um videos, you were you had a shark. That's yes, yes, the IKEA shark. Yes, the IKEA shark. <laughs> and he was large and you put him in your bathtub. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> that's
0: what they did. That he was sort of an iconic figure. And on the internet, they people were posing him. Cause like in the store, he was posed at a table eating or you know, tucked into a bed or um, so then people started doing that around their house. You know, he's reading the newspaper, he's you know, cooking. Or so I just went with that on my listing to make it fun. Cause it was kind of hard to photograph. He was so big. So yeah, I put him in the bathtub and <laughs> I did different things. That was kind of fun, <laughs> but he sold really quickly for, um, I don't remember. It was maybe $80 to $100. Yes. And it was just, um, he was just sitting on top of the plush bin at Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up and I'm like, at first I thought, oh, does all Ikea plush sell for a lot? And no, it does not. It was this special shark that had like a social media presence. <laughs> and it was all um, about the hype. And I, I don't know if it's still a thing because they may have uh, introduced him again and you know supply may have caught up with demand but um yeah that was definitely a thing for a while
1: <laughs> yes yes so anything big I'm looking at and then I think what a nightmare to ship we <laughs> you have to have the big boxes and I'm you know but um actually they're so light and the plush it doesn't doesn't happen have to worry about it breaking or getting crushed. Right, right.
0: I sold a you know. sloth last Christmas. And you know, he's got he was a giant one and he's got the long arms and the long legs. So I I folded him up into like a yoga pose where he's all <laughs> he's all compact. And then I put it in a um trash bag and you know, sucked out the air and <laughs> and he got I pretty small and it wasn't that bad to ship at all. I think I fit him into one of those um was it the eight by eight by 12 priority boxes? Really? Um, so he probably, you know, exploded like a Jack in the box.
2: When
0: the person <laughs> <opened it. laughs> but I switched it down and I have those space bags where you can suck the air out with the vacuum cleaner. And mm-hmm. um, okay. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with those bigger items, like, yeah. um, you know, the duvet covers and the um comforters and you can get them pretty small yes gotta tape up that box really good so it doesn't explode exactly (laughs) yes yes yeah yeah
1: yeah Yeah. i do have um one item i wanted to talk about that keeps getting returned okay the boomerang item (laughs) yes it's a magic piano that plays christmas tunes And it has little snowmen that are magnets that dance on top of the upright piano. Okay. And you have to put the batteries in and everything. Well, in order for it to work, you have to lift the lid of the piano. And somehow nobody ever does. And um, they always write a return. It's come back twice now. so. I'm going to have to put in there. I should have put it in the second time I sold it. You must lift the lid because they all say, I put new batteries in it. Oh, okay. You know, I've done this. I read the instructions and I'm thinking, yeah, but you missed that one little part. Well, I've done that too, is put a note on the
0: item when you ship it of if there's something weird about it, like the... Some of those electronic toys have such a tiny little switch on the back, like they might mm-hmm. not see it, or um, there's some kind of you know funky thing you have to do to make it work. Um, yes. I've done that lots of times, or like even on the battery casing part, you know, in insert your own batteries. There's no batteries in here, you know. It's <laughs> so people just immediately think this doesn't work. Yes. Do an INAD and then hello you didn't
1: do it right yeah. <laughs> yeah I I should have done it the second time but I didn't think about it until after the return was open and they had shipped it I went oh, it was the lid I know it was the lid. right yeah <laughs> operator error <laughs> okay we'll take it back we'll see if we
0: can sell it again yeah well you know then you just raise the price a little bit and let it go again. There you go. So, I sold something recently. I think it was like a vintage Susan Bristol sweater with cats mm-hmm. embroidered on the front. Just anything with cats. Mm-hmm. Up. And um, I got it for 50 cents at an estate sale. And that thing was in my send offer every single day for like a month. And I don't know if it was other sellers that watch my stuff or was it really um you know that popular? Um, but I'm like, if it's gonna be in my send offer every single day, I'm just gonna wait for it to go at full price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I didn't take best offer off of it, but yeah. it did finally sell for $50. Wow. Um, so mm-hmm. that can be like a a way to gauge the interest in your items, yes. It's yeah. like didn't get returned. It was fine. Uh, it was kind of right. unusual, but um, yeah, you just you just never know what's going on in the mind of your buyer.
1: Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Okay. Well, did you guys want to answer one of the personal questions at the end? Sure.
2: Okay. Oh yeah. So one of the questions you had. Put his uh, favorite podcast. Uh huh. So we're both true crime junkies. Oh yes. Okay. (laughs) Crime junkie together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which one do you like? A crime junkie is one that I listen to. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. But any of those shows, podcasts, any of that. Of course, it's eleven o'clock at night, and I'm sitting in the dark watching, you know, crime dramas and then i'm like oh i wonder why i can't sleep <laughs> what do you think draws you to them i have no idea
1: <laughs> well, um, i i'm wondering could i figure it out did they ask this question did they ask that question how come you know i I've, on some of the shows um 2020 48 hours i i feel like i don't get all the information that i'm looking for Mm-hmm. that drives me crazy. Cause I, I know the police have done their job. They think of more things than I could, but I'm always going, what well, did they do this? Did they do that? Did yeah. Or why that? didn't they do this? Yeah. Why didn't they say this to that person?
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm the same yeah. way. I like to figure it out and try to understand the mind of the criminal. Yeah. Like, you know, for, for years, I was like, why would somebody want to do that? Mm -hmm. Why would someone want to chop people up (laughs) in their freezer? Why? And it's, I think part of it from the psychological standpoint is they're, they're one of those twisted people that just wants to see what they can get away with. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, shoplifting, like I'm going to see if I'm going to get caught and, or, um, just like, you know, hunters that go hunt deer or pheasant or whatever, they just like to hunt people
2: yeah yeah
0: you know, and most of us cannot wrap our mind around that. You know, that's just so defective. Um, yeah. but you know, that's what gets them excited and planning the next one, and you know what they're gonna do. and um it's it's just like a cat and mouse game to them, mm-hmm. yeah. but on this really sick and twisted level,
2: yeah,
0: and I don't think normal people will ever understand it, but yes, yeah. I I was like, you know. I just want to know what, what drives them to do this, you yeah. know, yeah. go to the amusement park, yeah. riding a roller coaster. <laughs> you know, go to that, what is that? The uh, escape room where you're in that
1: thing and you have to figure out oh, how to get yes. out. <laughs> it's yes. like, that's what they need to do. <laughs> yes. Something else, yes. Well, and it's, and I, I've watched it so much now I have $2. And so I'm always like, okay, be careful. Don't do this. Don't do that. don't you know, no, go in there. Text yeah. <laughs> me when you get home. And now there's a show called Text Me When You Get Home. Oh, really? Yes. It's a TV show or a it's podcast? It's a TV show. And um, it's about the person didn't text them when they got home. And they've been texting them all night. And they can't find them. And so... Or like when I just watched one on 48 Hours and the it was a
0: guy that killed his girlfriend and like he took over her phone and was sending texts like everything was perfectly fine to just buy him more time to hide the body or whatever. And then when the investigation starts, they're like seeing where the text came, you know, where it pinged off of whatever tower and it's like it was in his possession the whole time
1: right so, and
0: yet they find her body 200 miles away in a lake you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: now now these criminals are manipulating technology
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know for that but I'm definitely going to check out text me when you get home yes, yes. <laughs> okay well thanks yes. for that
1: suggestion
0: okay well we made it to the end and I told
1: you it would go by fast oh, okay so, well I just have uh, one more thing to say okay um, I just appreciate you and all the work that you put into everything that you do and the teaching and the helping of everybody. And I love the Monday. Money making Monday. Monday making yes. Monday. Okay. Money making Mondays. I learned so much from that. And um, one of the things that you said was don't worry about getting to." the thrift store early or the um estate sale or anything, because what they're looking for is not what you're looking for. And that is so true because you were asked about the bins and if they were aggressive or not. And one of them is, you know, you have to, they just, I don't even like it when they rush the bins, when the new bins come out, I, I don't like it. I just let them do their thing. And then after they've picked through and moved everything around, then we go in and we see, we're like the little vultures. We see what's left, you know? Little
0: scavengers, yeah. Yes, uh, somebody yes. called that the um, the thrill of the
1: leftovers. That's it. Or <laughs> well, now the challenge of the leftovers. There you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We, You know, you find some good things in there that they... They were not interested in, they're not looking for that, and we can get it like the Hartman bag and things like that that are left over. And so I always keep you in my mind when I think that, oh, my gosh, we have to get to that estate sale. Nothing will be left. And um, that happened recently, too. There was an estate sale that had some ceramic trees, and it started on a Thursday. Thursday. And on Saturday, I go, well, you know, those trees are gone. Well, we walked in, those trees were still there, and they were half price. And and sometimes you're like, I can't believe this is still here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, you have, you just have a lot of you just bring a lot of value and we just really appreciate you. Oh,
0: well, thank you. I appreciate all those compliments. And, but you know, you're right. It's, it's really about the vibe you put out there. Like I'm going to drop by the thrift store and there's just going to be stuff waiting for me. Yes. Maybe it just got put out or maybe somebody had it in their cart and they changed their mind and they're hanging on the end of the rack or by the dressing rooms, you know? Um, And it's, it's what you put out there. Like if you're doubting Thomas, you know, I'm never going to find anything. This is so hard.
1: That's what you're going to get. You yes. Know? Yeah. So, good and, for and, you. and also somebody had mentioned that when they go into their eBay room and they go, I, I, you really need to go, you know, they, they point at something and they see something that's been listed for a long time. And, you know, yeah. I was just recently doing that. I was cleaning up the eBay room and we had this, Nightmare before Christmas stuffed plushie that was like the little mayor guy, and he's like 30 inches tall. And I thought, You have got to go. <laughs> I'm and, so sick of you. <laughs> exactly. And we sold him this week. And I was like, okay, Please. I need to go in and touch everything in the eBay. For that me.
0: is so interesting that you said that because I was making my sales update video for November. I'm a little behind, but I'm making it. And I was on a night before Christmas sweater that sold after Halloween. So I was was doing that slide and then pops up on my eBay. I had two of them. The other one sold while I was making that slide of the first one that sold. Both sold for full price, no negotiation. So the second one sold in December, um, which is, you know, nightmare before Christmas. It's, It's really more Halloween-ish, but um, yeah. So, and so maybe that's just a thing this week is people are buying that Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. They Um,
2: they have no seasons. That's That's
0: right. (laughs) Yeah. I think maybe my next thing will be flashcards. Like, you know, eBay has no seasons. Stay positive. You know, <laughs> tackle your
2: death pile. All that stuff. All your, your daily affirmations.
0: Yes. Like a um, what do you call those card decks? Affirmation card decks. Yeah.
2: Yes. I don't yes. know. Who knows what I'll make next. I don't know. Well, that'd be great.
1: <laughs> we look forward to it.
0: So do y'all have eBay on your schedule today?
2: There is an estate sale that I think I'm going to head to because it's day two. So they should be discounting today. So we'll go see you. what's next. Do you have nice weather? It's a little chilly, but the sun's out.
0: So that okay. works
2: for me. Yeah. We
0: have rain and gray skies here. So I don't, mm. I think I'll just stay in my cave and list items. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, um, delightful to talk with you and meet both of you. Oh, Likewise. Thank you. Great
1: meeting Thank you. you.
0: We will see your sales. Um, Leanne, are you in the group too? Yes. Okay. Okay. So we'll look for both of y'all and your sales. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. On to today's trivia question. Since we talked a bit about concert tickets, Who are the top two artists whose vintage concert tickets sell for the most? Here's some time to think it over. no surprise, The Beatles and Elvis. So here are some prices that came up on Terapeak. Rare Vintage Beatles 1965 Shea Stadium Concert Ticket, $3,500. <laughs> and this one is encapsulated in that hard plastic case. So... Um, These collectors are serious. Uh, There's a vintage 1964 Beatles concert ticket from Pittsburgh went for eighteen hundred dollars. Elvis concert ticket, Pontiac Silverdome, New Year's Eve 1975 went for fifteen hundred dollars. So just some examples of what these can sell for. Of course, uh, condition plays a big part in the selling price. But if you're one of those people that has a big container of concert ticket stubs that you've saved all your life, you might want to take some time and go through those and see if you've got any home runs in there. Next week, my guest is Megan, who is probably the busiest person I have ever met. She is a mom, works full-time, sells on eBay, and is going to graduate school for her master's, which she will finish in just a few months. So we'll check in with her and see how she juggles everything. Thank you all for listening, and make it a great week on eBay. Bye for now.